7.40 now on Connect FM and your morning connection for a Wednesday. It's time to get a, an update on the Pittsburgh Pirates at their spring training. And this update is sponsored by Jim's Custom Collision, voted number one in the best of Tri-County. Jim's Custom Collision is your one-stop collision shop. And to get that update on the Pittsburgh Pirates and their spring training, we join our friend Greg Brown in Bradenton this morning. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Dan. How you doing? Doing well. I hear it's a beautiful morning in Florida. Oh, it is. It's getting better and better. You know, we uh, came down here a couple weeks ago, and the, the days were, you know, some people called it cold. <laughs> uh, you know, cool for me. It, it, it you know, a low sixties with a breeze. Uh, but yeah, it seems like every day it's just ticking up a little bit uh, higher and higher. So I think it was 72 yesterday. Might even click up to 74, I think, today. Um, every uh, every day is uh, is a great day when, when baseball and spring training has started. It's, uh, it's uh, you know, we're awfully lucky to, to be having this opportunity once again to, to be down here uh, in Bradenton. It's a great little town. It's a great area on the sun coast of Florida. Mm-hmm. I've been training down here since 1969, mm-hmm. and it's just a, it's just a, a wonderful relationship between a major league baseball team and a, and a great area of the country down here in Florida. Yeah, what a blessing it is! It's always so encouraging to hear about uh, the nice conditions and, of course, the uh, the progress that the Pirates are making. And uh, wow, what an offensive uh, onslaught the Buccos had yesterday against um, Atlanta with belting four home runs, two bombs by Hayes and Reynolds, huh? It was really fun to watch. You know, it was a breeze blowing out, but uh, th- th- that wouldn't have impacted whether those balls left the yard or not. Just a matter of how far they went. And the Hayes home run came moments after uh, Brian Reynolds had been called out on strikes by uh, an appeal to the third base umpire. He thought he had checked his swing. Uh, the third base umpire said he offered at it, so he was dejected. Even though it was just a spring training game, these guys are all competitors. Uh, the bases were loaded. That was the second out of the inning. The Pirates were trailing four to nothing. He, Brian Hayes, got up there and fouled off several tough pitches, and then he got one that was a mistake from the pitcher, a hanging curveball, and he crushed it for a grand <laughs> slam. Yeah. And, you know, Hayes put it all together last year, the second half of the season, last couple months. Not only did he, did he become the first Pirate ever, uh, Pirates third baseman ever to win a gold glove, and arguably the best defensive player at any position throughout Major League Baseball, but he also, the the, the bat came alive, yeah. uh, and, and he just was just so much fun to watch from both sides of the ball, and then uh, Brian Reynolds gets up there two innings later, and uh, batting right-handed, by the way, the switch hitter, he had struck out as a left-handed hitter, but then he came to the plate against a left-handed pitcher in the fifth inning. Uh, with O'Neill Cruz having walked, and then he just absolutely crushed a ball that hit over the high green background of the hmm. green monster, the batter's eye wall in center field that's 32 feet high. Uh, just absolute monster shot. And then uh, the next inning, that, that gave the Pirates the lead. The next inning, Pirates had a lot of fun. They scored seven runs, and by that time, all these minor league players were in there for the most part. Uh, including Abraham Gutierrez, and though he has been invited to, to spring training uh, as a non-roster invite, he'll be in the minor leagues this year, 
uh, and he hit a, a, a bomb, and so too did the next batter, a minor league player named Justin Glenn. Uh, so uh, all in all, it was a, a good day. It was good to see uh, Marco Gonzalez, who was one of the players the Pirates acquired over the offseason, a pitcher, a left-hander, who uh, got his work in, and he gave up three runs. He walked a batter with two outs. It was a no-no. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing, knows what he has to do. Uh, got his work. And then Luis Ortiz, who struggled last year at times, uh, a younger pitcher, but uh, Pirates relying on him, uh, hopefully this year, to be part of the rotation. And uh, he was throwing hard again, which is really good to see. He's a big right-hander. He's throwing 96, 97, at times 98 miles an hour. He pitched uh, a, uh, a couple of innings, gave up an unearned run. Um, that was good to see. Jose Hernandez who was a rookie last year, left-handed pitcher, out of the bullpen. Pirates should have a very strong bullpen, by the way, this year. Hernandez mm-hmm. uh, looked good, his scoreless inning. Just all in all, it was a, a really good day to beat the, the mighty Atlanta Braves, and albeit they did not bring their stars with them on mm-hmm. uh, this road game. But still, all in all, even though wins and losses are meaningless, it was good to good to win their first game of the spring. Sure, and always fun to beat the Braves, no doubt about that. Um, you know, on Monday, Greg, we talked a little bit about the starting pitching rotation picture for the Buckos, and why don't we today, since uh, they had that big offensive uh, onslaught yesterday, let's talk about the offensive picture, the uh, the the what is likely to be the starting lineup and how the Pirates look for power and uh, utility hitting and, and such as that as best as you can evaluate at this point. Well, you know, I think I'll just touch on, the, since you mentioned it, it's kind of, uh, I guess, coincidental, uh, Dan, that you would m- m- use the word power because I was actually thinking uh, about what we would talk about today. Hmm. And uh, I was watching batting practice Yesterday at, at Lee Com Park before the game, we we had the game on on radio on some of our stations yesterday, and uh, I don't often st- stand near the cage or near the dugout just to watch batting practice. I'm usually down there talking to people, but I just spent a little bit of time watching, and I was struck by the fact that I think for the first time in a really long time, the Pirates have the potential, and I stress that word, I am not saying that these players are going to do this, Mm -hmm. but the fact that they have the potential to do this is, I think, noteworthy. Uh, Because in in the years past, the Pirates have had an occasional player who has power. I'm thinking of Josh Bell, for example. He had 37 home runs in 2019. Uh, Before that, Pedro Alvarez, 36 homers in 2013. The only other player in the last decade to hit, well, decade plus now, Andrew McCutcheon hit 31 homers in 2012. So 30 homers is a rare feat uh, over the years for the Pirates, and really for small market teams. You get a, a, occasional guys. Uh, the Pirates have the potential this year. Rowdy Telez is the new first baseman this year. Two years ago for the Brewers, he hit 35 home runs. Mm-hmm. Jack Sawinski, uh, in his first full year in the big leagues last year, hit 26 homers in 447 at-bats. He, he, if he adds 100 at-bats, uh, cuts back in the strikeouts by a quarter, he hits 30 home runs 
easily. Brian Reynolds hit 24 last year, 27 the year before. That's 30 homer potential. Mm-hmm. O'Neill Cruz, two years ago, in 330 at-bats, hit 17 homers. You almost double that at-bat total, and that's over 30 homers. Um, Henry Davis was watching him in batting practice. I don't know how many games he's going to catch this year or play this year in the major leagues. He may end up starting the year in the minors. Um, but he has added, he looks like a Steelers linebacker. <laughs> he is so strong. He was hitting bombs over the left field wall. Termar Johnson, first round pick two years ago. He's only 19 years old. He's going to play in the minor leagues this year, but he hit two home runs up in Dunedin, Florida against the Blue Jays the day before yesterday that were tape measure shots mm. at the age of 19, a left-handed hitter. And he's not very tall, but he's a, a, a fire plug. He's got a quick bat. And, and so that that's what I'm encouraged with, uh, to be honest with you, about this team. Encouraged about the potential. Yeah. You got us excited, Greg. Can we start the season tomorrow? Yep, look look forward to it. <laughs> That's great. We appreciate uh, that that update, and uh, we'll get to talk to you one more time on Friday morning, Greg. And I certainly look forward to that, Dan. Okay. Talking to you again on Friday. All right. Well, you have a have a great day. Let's uh, see how the Buckos do against the Tigers today. We'll look forward to it. Thank All you, Dan. You're welcome. Thank you, Greg. Bye bye. Okay, when you have a breakdown. Or an accident. Or an accident that causes mechanical damage. It's frustrating to be running around from a mechanic to a body shop and maybe back again. See Jim's Custom Collision for mechanical service and bodywork. From an oil change to an engine replacement, Jim's is a do-it-all automotive shop and even offers 24-hour towing. Jim's Custom Collision in Dubois and the Falls Creek Industrial Park. Voted number one in the best of Tri-County. 